missed fall enrollment? It's your time to shine at William Peace University. WPU is enrolling for the spring semester at our co-ed university in the heart of Raleigh. We offer more than 30 majors, including esports and gaming administration, simulation and game design, and interactive design. Our classes are taught by full professors, and our small class size means you get one-on-one instruction and immersive learning. Plus, we connect students with internships. William Peace University, your time to shine. Get started today at peace.edu. It's the Adam Gold Show. Happy Halloween, everybody. I am Adam Gold, V to the Victoria, producing the program. You are also not in costume today. No, I am wearing a Halloween-themed workout shirt, though, for the gym, so I'm at least doing that. But, no, I'm not dressed up today. So we're going to the gym after yeah. the show today? Yeah. Very nice. Got to burn off some of that candy oh, before my. I eat it. <laughs> what is it? Oh, look, there's, see, there's no Halloween candy back in the in the break room. No. No, but there's, like, cupcakes and donuts and stop it. Carbs. Sugar carbs everywhere in this building. I don't know. <laughs> What are they doing? I mean, I know it's bulking season, but wolf. <laughs> I thought it was cuffing season. <laughs> it's that too. It's bulking and cuffing. So after you eat a bunch of food, you just rest, take a nap. I don't even understand. <laughs> All right, we got a. There is a yeah. There's a ton of carbs back there, and some strange looking cupcakes. But happy Halloween! Uh, do you have a costume for later today? Are you going trick or treating? Um, I am going to be lazy V and just no, I'm not because I live in the country, so I don't really yeah. have to worry about trick or treaters coming to the door, and my dog doesn't really want that either. So oh, that would be a nightmare for Earl Grey. Would not be would not be happy no. with people ringing the doorbell. Nor the terrorist, I'm sure. Right. She wouldn't mind. She oh, doesn't no? mind when people come to the door. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. She's she's just a terrorist to us and him. <laughs> yeah. But Earl, man, guys. if 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 a bell rings on the television. Oh, yeah. Done. Earl, Earl loses his mind. Yep. It's a, it takes three minutes for him to calm back down. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's super annoying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, happy Halloween. I hope if people are going trick-or-treating tonight, you keep it safe. Uh, I'm sure that there will be a storm surge, assuming the Hurricanes win on home ice tonight. There will be a storm surge with candy passed out. They have done that the last few years. Yep. That will be fun. And hope they pass out full-size candy bars, but, you know, they don't throw that many. You never know. Yeah, true. So, uh, that'd be cool to see a Halloween-themed uh, game tonight. I actually remember, you know, see what uh, what they're dressed as. Are they going to be dressed as a real hockey team, unlike... <laughs> Uh, what happened in Philadelphia? I didn't like their game. It's certainly in the second and third periods Ugh. on Saturday night, and then Martin Natchez grabbed two points from Philadelphia. We're going to take these back with us. Thank you very much, uh-huh. Martin Natchez. We talked about it all in the Canes Corner podcast morning after edition. If you want to get check that out wherever you get your podcasts, uh, you can uh, give us a rating, give us a review, give us five stars. I don't know. I don't really care what you do, uh, but it's there for you after every Hurricanes game. We're going to talk to Rod Brindamore later today. And the Hurricanes and the Capitals playing indoors tonight. Right. The next time the Capitals come back to town, it'll be an outdoor game. All right, we've got a lot of things to do. Will Brinson is going to join us in about 10 minutes. So let's see what we can get done before then. All right, let's start with the Panthers and Falcons quickly. So I think I have this right. Panthers should have lost. Then should have won, then could have lost, then should have won, then lost. Panthers be pantherin. That's what I like to say. Yeah, Falcons too. Right? Yep. 
totally terribly equal. Oh awful my god! <laughs> you know the old phrase, "Throw out the records when these two teams get together." Well, there's a reason reason for that. Yep. Because nobody wants you to know what the two records are when these two teams get together. Historically, two mid franchises. Yeah, because right? no one knew any better. You'd think, oh, these teams are pretty good, right? But no. I will say this. Yes, two bad football teams seeing who could out-derp each other. But super exciting, super fun. Yeah. It was a fun game. Have I not been saying this for like the last two months? Yes. Look, I know you're not good, but at least be interesting. Yeah, why not? And they were, I thought it was a, an entertaining Badly played football game on both sides. Indoor game this time. <laughs> no good weather. Indoor. So good. I'm like, at least it was fun, and that's all I'm looking for. Yeah. I have to watch. There were other games on at the same time that I would have rather watched. Seriously, I would yeah. have rather watched some of the other games, but this is my job. This is our life. So make my job better. I appreciate being uh, you helping me out as I'm being selfish about this. Here's Steve Wilkes, the head coach of the Panthers. Well, I should say interim head coach. By the way, that's the poll question today. Mm-hmm. So go check it out at uh, at a gold fan, 99.9 The Fan uh, on Twitter. Uh, Steve Wilkes on the loss. We didn't find a way to finish. We had too many opportunities to uh, win this football game, uh, and we didn't find a way to get it done. And um, that falls on me. Um we got to make sure that we're smart enough, something to learn from, uh, celebration penalty, big play like that. Uh, we got to keep our pores. Um, it was a great job with uh, DJ coming up with the big play in the end zone, great pass by PJ. Um, but as a team, we got to make sure that we're smart and just ready to take it to the next level, next step. Uh, look, I know people are going to sit here and blame DJ Moore. Yeah. I know that. I could not disagree more with blaming DJ Moore for the loss. Yes, I know. Keep your helmet on. I get it. I get it. And nowadays, with the extra point being a 32-yard field goal normally, a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, which I'll editorialize here, I think that penalty is stupid. I think it impacts the game not a single bit, and penalties that do not impact the game, especially that. Look, I get a post-whistle, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for taunting uh, or or being otherwise a jackass. I get it. Taking your helmet off in celebration. I'm sorry that belong that does not belong in any sport. No. So, just that's the way I've always felt about these. Like. The celebrations for spiking. Why are we doing this? So dumb. So, but it is the rule, and you have to enforce the rule. And it made a 32-yard extra point, a 48-yard extra point, or Mm. 47-yard extra point, and he didn't make it. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on, or they just give you their money and let it work for them? 
about 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and, and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. But that doesn't mean you can't make the 32-yard <laughs> field goal in overtime, does it? Please and thank you. My gosh. So Ugh. if you want to blame DJ Moore, have at it, but you're wrong. No offense. I hate blaming the kicker, but Eddie Panero, you had one damn job. Yeah. Make a short fit. Make an extra point. That's it. I know. So I'm sorry. I'm not blaming this on DJ Moore. Plus, but like, do we really think that was a drop on the fourth and 17? Right. It was behind him. I mean, I'm not saying it was. Uh, he could have caught it. But I think if he catches it, we're going, hey, that's a hell of a play. Yeah, I know. I mean, I get like you getting excited and you need to like wait or whatever because the, the penalty is what it is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a rivalry game. He's human like that. That's going to happen. Heat of the moment. I don't know. I'm not Kick blaming. D- I'm not. Bl- exactly. I'm not blaming DJ. Man. Yeah. By the way, here's Steve Wilkes. On the DJ Moore penalty, DJ is, is smart enough to understand that uh, that's something to learn from. Um, very talented player. Glad he's on our team. Um, but you know, we're moving forward, that's something that we'll learn from and won't make that same mistake. I hope so, but also shouldn't be a penalty. Uh, by the way, how did he get behind the defense? <laughs> right. If I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan, I'm like, how, how, how did that happen? What? Yeah. They needed a touchdown. They could field goal wasn't going to do anything, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, absolutely. They were down, uh, yeah, six. Down six points. Like, what are you play, You what are you playing for? For the guy to, like, you're going to stop a guy going out of bounds at the 50-yard line? Right. Jeez, unbelievably dumb. Anyway, um, P.J. Walker played well, other than the one mistake at the end of the first half with the screen pass that was intercepted, which I thought was as much great play as it was underthrown screen pass. Here's P.J. Walker uh, postgame. We'll see them again in a week and a half, and uh, it's a lot of dogs in that locker room. It's a lot of dogs. It's a, dog, it's a lot of guys with a lot of fight, and uh, I think that's, that, that's, that shows the character of this team and um, where we're going to be. Look, I think if you're a Panthers fan, there's a lot to be uh, pleased about over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Two weeks ago, obviously, a win. This week, yesterday not, but I think there's a lot of stuff to uh, to like. And I put that on the poll because I think it's about Steve Wilkes a little bit. Uh, put it on the poll. Um, what would you do with Steve Wilkes? Would you may him, make him coach out the season under the interim tag? Would you make him the head coach? Or would you basically tell him, look, we're going we're gonna to do a search outside of this football organization uh, and just let him know now? Um I think I would name him the head coach. I actually think he's a very good coach, and I think he's a great leader of your team. Uh, all right, let's get to the college ranks for a couple of minutes here before we get to Will Burton. North Carolina is sprinting towards the last championship of the Coastal Division after a 42-24 comeback win over Pitt. They were down 10 points in the third quarter and put their foot on the gas, and their defense stepped up, too. They allowed just 60 yards 
wow. to Pitt the rest of the way after Pitt scored uh, early in the third quarter. Here's Mac Brown on the toughness. Really, really proud of the guys. Um, I think that's the toughest game that we've had, most physical game that we've had that we've won since we've been here in three and a half years. And uh, Pat does a good job coaching. They've got tough kids. It's an older team. They're really, really physical. Um, and we go down 24-14. I, I felt good at halftime that we came back. Um, and, and then they go right, we don't, we're three and out, and they go right down and score. And with about 10 minutes left to go in the third, I think, where it was 24-14, to 14, uh, we shut them out and outscored them 28 to nothing. And, and that's what good teams do. Yeah, they're playing like a good team right now. They they absolutely are. Their defense has shown improvement, especially in the second halves of games. I mean, part of that could be playing against bad teams. I There's a lot of reasons for it. But let's just accept what we have seen, which is a better defensive idea, especially in the second half, and hope that it continues. What will continue is Drake May to Josh Downs as lethal a combination as college football has and not to be ignored Antoine Green not too shabby either he had the touchdown to beat Duke remember that and he had a, a what 10 catches for 180 yards and a couple of scores Downs 11 for 102 but big catch after big catch uh May threw for 388 and five touchdowns and while I don't think we're going to see a national campaign for Drake May and the Heisman Trophy. I don't think we're going to see that. Carolina can certainly put out as much uh, PR and literature as they want for Drake May. He's almost certainly not going to be in the Heisman race. But that doesn't mean that he shouldn't be in the Heisman race. The problem is he doesn't play at Ohio State. He doesn't play at Alabama. He's not play, not hand and hooker at Tennessee. He is not playing for one of the teams who is competing for a national championship. Therefore, the college football watching world ignores it. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling, and that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. But he's on my radar screen, and I've been a voter now for a long time. Uh, It's been a long time since I picked the right Heisman candidate, but... I can also say that I don't believe the right Heisman candidate has won it a lot. Yeah. So, because we always take the quarterback from the best team, regardless of whether or not he was the best player. Uh, Here's Mac Brown on just the way this team has played and the players who are doing it. Special players make special seasons, and these guys are all, they're just clicking and, and it, I, I don't want to be rude about last year's team because there were some great players on that team and great people. For some reason, we, we didn't have that same thing. We, we just couldn't finish at Pitt. Uh, just to think that we were first in gold at the two with a minute 16 left. I'll never forget that, the, the finish that we didn't do at State. Uh, I mean, those are things that just they, they just drive coaches batty because you're, you're in charge of their mentality 
and getting them to that point. And, and for whatever reason, I missed it last year. And um, the, the guys understood with me that that's unacceptable. That's not fair to North Carolina, not fair to us to work this hard and, and not finish games. And, and that's what this team is doing. Yeah, they're getting better. They are getting better as the season wears on. Again, it is worth pointing out that I don't know that they have beaten any great teams of late, but that's okay. That's all right. It's going to get tougher here. They have Wake. They have State. So there are two tough teams left on, you know, real quick, bigger picture for the the ACC. And we're going to talk more about the league uh, in a little bit. They have three teams left that have either one or two losses. Wake's got two losses. State's got, uh, no, no, four teams, because Wake and State each have two losses, right? Uh, Syracuse has two losses, and Carolina has one loss. But other than Syracuse, who I think is going to lose at least two more times between now and the end of the year, Wake, State, and Carolina all play each other the rest of the way. And that's good for TV, but that's bad for getting a second team into the New Year's Six. And if Clemson doesn't make the playoff, and I think Clemson is in a little bit of trouble this week at Notre Dame, if they don't get into the playoff, then they won't get a second team into the New Year's Six. Unless North Carolina's only got one loss by the time they get to Charlotte. But... They'd probably have to win that game, and I don't know. I don't know. I think the ACC right now is about one in three at getting a – well, they, they'll get a team in the Orange Bowl if Clemson is in the playoff. But they need Clemson to be in the playoff to get another team into the Orange Bowl. So, um, Will Brinson's going to join us in a second. Real quick, what happened to Wake Forest? <laughs> I know. Oof. Like – I was otherwise occupied with getting ready for the Hurricanes and the Flyers on Saturday. And so I wasn't acutely aware of what was going on in Louisville. But I did go back and go through the game. And it wasn't a great start, but it looked like Wake had their sea legs by the time we got to halftime. They were leading at Louisville 14-13. And then they absolutely went walkabout. Sam Hartman. Oh, my gosh. So, I think I have this right. Let me just go down, go go pull this out. Second half for Sam Hartman. This is the way the, the drives went. Pick six, fumble, fumble, interception, fumble, pick six. In a seven-possession stretch, there was a punt-like... I think it went pick six, fumble, fumble, punt, interception, fumble, pick six. That's all Sam Hartman. What? And the three fumbles were Hartman. Six turnovers in seven possessions. Just mind-blowing how that snowballed. Mind-blowing how that snowballed. So you lose 48-21 to a mid-Louisville team. I mean, just not that good. Two pick sixes. The second pick six was less on Sam Hartman than it was just because it was a 90-yard return. But my gosh, just bad. Now, 
I'd like to say we could be reactionary and say you could say goodbye to an Orange Bowl bid, except that they still might be in it. They still might have a chance for the Orange Bowl because they play Carolina. So if Wake can finish the year 10-2 and with a win over Carolina, maybe they get the Orange Bowl. But here's the thing about it. Drake May is almost certainly going to be maybe not on the podium, top three finish for the Heisman Trophy, but somebody who is going to get support. I don't know that Sam Hartman is going to be that same guy. May is going to be the first team All-ACC quarterback. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. And if I'm the Orange Bowl, I might be more interested in him putting on a show than I would be Wake, even if Wake is the better football team. And we'll find out in Winston-Salem in two weeks. Wake's got to play state first. Under the lights at Carter-Finley Stadium this week. It'll be so good. Oh, my God. Now, we'll see We'll see what NC State team. Right. Like the, the, <laughs> Which one shows up? The MJ Morris team that showed up in the second half when they had to have points. That was a different team. Again, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Bad. Very yeah. bad football team. But what NC State did the last few drives was a completely different team willing to accept some risk because they had no option. That that game won't beat Wake unless Wake does that again, and it, they could do it against State's defense. Yeah, and that that might be the worst thing that Dave Doran could happen to NC State was watching the tape of that going, oh, we'll just pressure Sam Hartman into all of these mistakes as though it's going to happen again. I wouldn't anticipate that happening again. Anyway, um, here's the other, one one more thing about uh, Carolina, and this actually folds back into. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. In the timing is everything category, the Panthers are going to be competing for the first overall pick in this year's draft, right? Yes. You know who is not in this year's draft? A good quarterback? Drake May. Yeah. Well, there there are good quarterbacks in this draft, but there are no quarterbacks that... I think are can't miss in this draft. And I'm not saying any quarterback is a can't miss because there are a lot of people who thought Trevor Lawrence was a can't miss. I am not among them. People who have listened to me, I've, I've always been skeptical of Trevor Lawrence. So he's struggling. Trevor Lawrence has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL over the last six weeks. One of the worst. Now, it is just his second year. But I think there's a lot of questions about Lawrence and his accuracy and his decision-making, which has been dreadful. I think May is a pretty spectacular prospect. I would love for May to be a Panther. And a Charlotte kid, right? Yes. For for whatever that means. But the Panthers don't have... I mean, this is the year the Panthers are likely going to get the first pick. Of course. Which is why... 
Like, no offense, but I would have I would have stockpiled as many draft picks as I could, not only for this draft, but the next draft. And even if you're bad next year, that's something to point to. Yeah. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.